what's going on everybody uh got the audio tuned in uh welcome to another episode of tuesday table talk man i'm excited about um the the topic for tonight and everything um man yeah another episode of uh, tuesday table talk uh for those who are listening for the first time, I'm not sure. Uh, if you're hearing this audio, uh, it, it's going to be up on Spotify, all the major platforms. But if you're hearing this audio, I'm also live on Instagram. Um, so if you hear me like referencing other people, I don't have any guests tonight. Uh, but it's just me talking. But I'm interacting with those folks on uh, on on Instagram. And for those who are watching live on Instagram or who will, who will see this, if you uh, got things you want to do, uh, feel free to put in the headphones and hop over, like I said, to Spotify or uh, Apple Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, whatever they have. Uh, it'll be up on all the major uh, platforms as well where you can check out the audio uh, version of this uh, as well. Upload it. I go live every other Tuesday. Uh, upload the video right after. If you, Again, if you want to go back and watch something or if you want to listen again to the audio It'll be up on Spotify, things like that. Uh, episode 13, man. Uh, I just want to give a shout out real quick before we hop into this this topic for tonight. But uh, just a big shout out to everybody who's been rocking with me so far. 13 episodes. Uh, like I said, I go live every other week. So that's really 26 weeks, really, um, that i kind of been in this whole thing. And um, brand new, brand new for me, just hopping on here and just speaking whatever I feel like. Uh, God has placed in my heart and different topics that you guys also want to hear as well. So, uh, again, just a major shout out to everybody who's been rocking with me so far. Thank you guys. Uh, I'm not sure what it's going to look like. I don't know if I'm going to do seasons. I don't know if I'm eventually going to take a break. I don't know. I'm figuring it all, all that out as I go. Um, but we'll see. Um, yeah, so the episode or the topic for tonight, episode 13, is called The Blessings or the blessing of isolation. Uh, really the inspiration behind this episode. And I really want to give... Uh, I'm going to give a free plug here. Uh, there's an episode or... I don't want to say episode. There's a worship night every other month. It's about the fourth Sunday. Uh, towards the end of the month. The fourth Sunday. Which most of the time it falls into... Um, it falls it falls at the end of the month. But anyway. The... The inspiration behind this episode tonight, uh, I was at this worship event called Resonate. I'm sure uh, most of the people who are going to listen to this uh, after, during, uh, you guys are familiar already with Resonate. Um, if not, it's hosted uh, in South Jersey for those who will be listening outside of Jersey. But for those who are inside of Jersey, it's at a church called, um, or really if you're in the tri-state area. I'm not even going to say just in Jersey, but if you're in the tri-state area uh, or even kind of Maryland, Delaware-ish even kind of going up Connecticut, I don't know, the, the East East Coast, I, I would say, um, and you feel like you can drive here, but it's a church in Jersey called Calvary Church, uh, basically hosts this worship night called Resonate, uh, it's not just for them, the beautiful thing it is, it's just everybody coming together, uh, worshiping, uh, they also have an Instagram, and they have a Facebook as well, Resonate, uh, you can find them, um, but the worship that they do, everybody is from different churches. Again, real quick, real plugs. I don't want to spend like 15 minutes talking about this, but um, it's important to give background context when I'm kind of talking about um, the context of things. But uh, yeah, so I, I enjoyed this worship night. 
and the powerful, powerful speaker, uh, they, again, they have worship and then they have this, this moment of prayer, right? And, um, Jermel Mayo, um, man, fantastic speaker, fa fantastic preacher, fantastic man. Um, they have worship and then they have a time of prayer. He gets up and he's, and he's talking about, uh, building altars. But in the beginning, he begins this, when he talks about, I went back and I listened to it today just for a little bit of context of what I wanted to talk about again for tonight. Uh, he talks about Abraham and he talks about how when Abraham had to get alone with God, he basically had to be isolated. Um, and that part really resonated with me and, and, and everything he was saying was like spot on, but I really drew to, especially the part where he talked about Abraham being isolated, Abraham, um, getting alone with God. Right. So that was kind of the inspiration for this episode tonight. Cause I not only find myself in a season of isolation, um, uh, and I'll explain and I'll expand more on the idea of isolation as I, as I hop into this, but I find others, um, others that I, I'm with, um, are also in a season of isolation. They may necessarily not have necessarily have mentioned it out loud or have said it, but, um, I've seen it in things that they've drawn away from things that they've they've given up or people that they've stepped back from um so they've been in their own seasons of isolation right um so really there was kind of again the, the inspiration for this episode and really i was like thinking about um how isolation and again not taken away from the seriousness of isolation because it can breed loneliness it can breed um depression anxiety all those different feelings but a lot of times and especially uh the world that we kind of live in right now with with uh the pandemic going on things that you have to you have to isolate yourself from um isolation can have kind of this negative concept or this negative uh feeling attached to it and you hear isolation and the first word you're like oh dang like okay it's it's drawing away from other people and um not wanting to speak to other people and do this and that and um so i kind of wanted to flip it a little bit for tonight i wanted to flip it and say man isolation isn't all bad because we talked again uh jamel mayo was talking about isolation abraham had to isolate himself be alone with god uh when god revealed his his promise to him uh several times which i'll talk about again later later throughout this po this podcast episode but not only did he do that but there's other heroes of the faith that also had to isolate uh major ones that i'm going to be talking about tonight is jesus and, and another one is david i'm going to touch upon for a little bit tonight but um again isolation has this sometimes this huge negative concept of oh isolation I, I, it's bad to isolate it's bad to 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 draw away from other people it's bad to um kind of be by yourself but we see throughout scripture where isolation is this powerful this powerful thing where god moves in so again i wanted to flip the concept and be like there's blessings or again i expanded it to blessings but uh the original there's a blessing in isolation right so before i kind of hop into uh expanding on that or some of the blessings that go into that I first want to give the definition of isolation because, again, isolation can have this negative concept. I simply just want to touch upon just what the definition is beginning. So it says this, and I was on uh, Google and I, I, I went to, I think, uh, Webster to look at the official definition. 
anyway where i went is really not important but i love this definition it says the state of being in a place or situation that is separate from others we make it this big grand thing of like oh being harbored up in a house being harbored um away from others um not talking to anybody but it's simply a state of being in a place or a situation that is uh separate from others and my new favorite word is paradox and for a little bit background context on that uh one of my favorite churches uh transformation church uh recently did a series charles metcalf uh did a series on the paradox of purpose so literally i was and i a little plug here i, I do a little uh group on thursday nights where i just talk about the sermon from the from transformation church on the on past uh from this from the past sunday and i was talking my group last week i was like literally how i've been thinking about how everything's a paradox um oh that's a paradox and paradox simply is how two things can be kind of opposites and also be true at the same time uh so isolation uh, can is also a paradox as well uh you can be in a season of isolation yet still surrounded by others again isolation we automatically assume it's oh i'm drawn away from others um in my house and again when we talk about uh when it comes to things like the pandemic yeah and you're isolated or you're um drawn away from others and that concept yes you are um not around other people but for the most part talking about isolation it's again going back to the definition a state of being in a place or a situation uh that is separate from others so um again i'm gonna just read down these points and i'm expand them a little bit but again you can be in a season of isolation and still be surrounded by others uh, isolation isn't just physical again isolation sometimes has this concept of just drawing away from others physically it can be that but it can also be mental it can also be emotional it can also be spiritual and it could be all at once um again um isolation just just does isn't just physical but it can be emotionally drawing away from a relationship or separating yourself from that it can be emotionally drawing yourself away from a certain habit it could be uh mentally dealing with something and separating yourself in that way uh again it could be spiritual something that that god wants to do in your life uh that way or it could be everything at once so all seasons of isolation are equally important and necessary uh and i have this point here is that isolation can be seen can be seen like a terrible thing, but what if it's truly a blessing we actually need? So again, uh, I talked about how I, I want to highlight tonight some some truths, blessings, uh, slash truths, truths slash blessings of isolation. Uh, if I could actually speak and talk in a manner tonight, like I said, today's kind of been crazy. If you're hearing this on, uh audio uh later on spotify uh google wherever at uh apple podcast today for me it's kind of been a little crazy my mind's been all over the place a little bit just work and everything but we're here we're still doing a podcast we're showing up tonight just bear with me if i'm stumbling over my words if i'm you know forgetting stuff i have everything written down uh like literally like last minute i'm sitting here scribbling out everything trying to get everything all together uh ready for tonight but um either way god's gonna speak tonight because he's in his word right and as we go to his word and we draw out the the truths and the blessings of isolation he's gonna meet us there um so yeah talking about the truths and the, and the blessings of isolation going back again to jamel mayo 
he, he talks about Abraham. And I'm like, all right, well, I want to talk about some more. So again, we're talking about Jesus tonight. We're talking about uh, David tonight. And we're talking about Abraham. Um, the first point is this, is that all the heroes of the faith, and it's not just these three. It's highlighted throughout the Bible where people have gone through either a moment of isolation or seasons of isolation or sometimes a lifestyle of isolation. Either, either or, but it's highlighted throughout the Bible, but I really want to focus key point on these main three that kind of jumped out to me, and you'll see why in a little bit. Uh, but the heroes of the faith went through isolation, right? So Jesus, Abraham, David, those, that point alone should serve as an encouragement to embrace seasons of isolation, seasons where God has kind of set you apart, God has drawn you away, God has... Um, Again, it could be, again, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, or all at once. You see what he's doing, right? Um, so it's, we shouldn't despise seasons of isolation. Uh, isolation truly is something we should embrace because all the heroes of our faith and the one that we look to, the one that our faith is based upon, uh, Jesus, he, he went through his own seasons of isolation or his and moments of isolation so i really don't have time really tonight to um uh, go through all of scripture but i first want to draw attention to the story of most of you guys probably know it if not it's found in luke 1 through 13 and this is really where jesus is tempted in the wilderness by satan this is right after he's uh baptized um then he's then he goes out into the wilderness for 40 days and there he is tempted uh by the devil uh Three big separate occasions is highlighted in scripture during that moment. But again, you can find that in Luke, Luke 4, if you're not familiar with the story. Um, I really don't want to go through it verse by verse tonight. But I want to highlight these truths and blessings of that point is this. The first one is this. Isolation doesn't equal being alone. The, the number one strategy of the enemy is making you feel like you're all alone. The aim is to take the focus off of God. And instead, on the situation and how you feel. And I want to also talk about uh, Peter walking on water. You saying, what the heck are you talking about? Those two things don't have... Do you, are you telling me that Peter... But in a sense, they make... They, they kind of pair together because we're talking about... Uh, we're, we're talking about Peter here uh, walking on water the moment that Jesus is walking out to them on, on, on water. Pause in here. Let me see. I don't know why. Let's see. All right. For those who are listening on Spotify, I'm having a little bit connection problems with my, uh, going live on Instagram. So that, that's why I had to pause. But again, we're just going to rock right through it. If the video ends up messing up, I'm going to just point y'all all to uh, watch it on or listen to it again on uh, Spotify. But, yeah, so we're talking about Peter. And the point I said was this. Aim is to take the focus off of God uh, and instead on the situation and how you feel. Now, now we know the enemy wasn't behind. He wasn't necessarily behind Peter. Uh, sinking, right? So that's why I'm like, what, what the heck? Are you, you're, you're talking about uh, isolation. The enemy is trying to make you feel alone, right? And in, in isolation, make like trying to make you feel like you're not uh, with anybody. One, I'll say is this: is that you don't know what 
other people are going through. Yes, seasons of isolation, moments of isolation we go through by ourselves. It wouldn't be called isolation if we went through it with other people, right? Or you could be isolated with others. That's But mostly in seasons of isolation, moments of isolation we find uh, by ourselves. But uh, what you're going through in your season of isolation, others can be going through also. So the moment that you hear the enemy saying, this is just you, you're going through and nobody really understands, you're all alone. One, we know that's a lie. I want to let you know other people are probably going through seasons of isolation, maybe around the same point that you are as well. That's number one. Two, and again, he wants to take the focus off of God and uh, he wants you to take your focus off of God and instead on the situation how you feel. The reason why Peter sunk, sank, again, long day, forgive me, trying to talk but the reason why peter sank is because he took his focus off of jesus and instead he he put his focus on the water and what he was doing he was fine when he kept his eyes on jesus he was walking on water when he kept his eyes on jesus but the moment he took his eyes off of of jesus and put it on his situation uh that's when he had stumbled that's when he had uh sank into the water so again it wasn't necessarily the enemy uh made peter sink but it was the same concept of that is the strategy of the of the enemy is trying to get us to take our focus off of god and instead put us on uh put our eyes on the situation uh that's around us or what we're going through or how we feel right uh second point is this isolation isn't always the devil and again i'm talking about luke 4 i'm talking about uh jesus going out into the wilderness and in verse 1 uh, if you have time, go back and look at this. If you're not familiar with the story, but verse one, there's a very key point in this is that Jesus, it says Jesus was led out into the wilderness by the spirit. You're like, what? If you, if you have no idea, you're like, what? I thought, you know, moments of isolation. I thought seasons of isolation are all from the, the enemy. One, we give the enemy way too much credit for stuff. Uh, you know, when we're late to work, when we, uh, I don't know, silly stuff that goes on. We like always blame the devil. We give the devil way too much credit. But again, isolation, seasons of isolation, moments of isolation, isolation period, isn't always the devil. Again, the Bible says Jesus was led by the Spirit. Uh, now you're asking why. And again, this is kind of a deeper topic to kind of expand on. Because you're like, okay, well, if it wasn't the devil, why was the devil there? That's that's a whole bigger concept than what I'm trying to talk about tonight. But simply, I believe the devil saw opportunity, and it's not like God didn't know, like God didn't, it, like it caught God off surprise, like it caught God by surprise, like God didn't know that Jesus would be tempted by the devil in the wilderness. Um, but Again, it wasn't the devil who had led him out there. It wasn't the devil who had put him in isolation. He was led out there by the spirit. And the enemy saw the opportunity of, okay, he's alone. He's 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 uh, in a vulnerable state. He's been out here for 40 days with no food, um, fasting. Uh, let me try to pounce on that opportunity, right? Again, we give the, the, we give the devil way too much credit. Uh, and in that, 
if we give the devil credit instead of looking at it like we're led out there by the spirit sometimes or we're led in, by the spirit into moments of isolation, we can miss ways God is moving in our season. Again, that's kind of the same concept of what I just talked about last time is that we're taking our eyes off of God and put it on the situation. If I'm taking my eyes off of God or I'm giving credit to the devil and saying, all right, I'm in this season of isolation. I'm in this moment of isolation. I'm feeling really isolated. God is like, Woo look at me. Uh, instead of taking your, taking your, your eyes off of me or putting your eyes on the enemy, blaming the devil for this, for how I'm feeling, how this and that, I'm trying to do something. I'm trying to do something in your life. And, and, and we miss those opportunities, uh, when we, again, just so concentrated, so focused on what, focused on what, uh, we think the devil is doing. I'll just leave it at that. I said a lot about that. Um, and I have a point here. I kind of wrote this point down and I want to expand on this. And I also said responsibility breeds accountability. And what I mean by that is who we hold responsible for our isolation, uh, we hold accountable for. And again, what I mean by that is if you're blaming the devil for your seasons of isolation, for your moments of isolation, for being isolated, you're automatically going to hold the devil accountable for that. But if we look at it at a different mindset and say, maybe I was let out here by the spirit. Maybe God had put me in this moment of isolation. If And we know the promises of the Bible. We know that God never lies, right? One, that we're never alone. God always comes through. God is always with us, right? And God will always see us out of these moments. So now the pressure isn't on me anymore. Or, or it's my focus... Now, now it breeds now it breeds peace for me because I know the enemy or I know God um, is responsible or I was let out here by the spirit per se. We'll just keep that same keep that same uh, language that I, if I was let out here by the spirit, I'm no longer um, trying to take things into my own hands. I'm no longer trying to um, what's what's the word i'm looking for i'm no longer trying to make things happen on my own i'm resting i'm being I'm, I'm i'm in peace i'm in moments of peace where i'm saying all right god you let me out here it's on you to get me out of here per se per se we all have a part in things that we're meant to play in and things that we're supposed to do but if i know that god is the reason or i was out here by the spirits again responsibility breeds accountability i'm gonna hold god accountable for what he said because i know he's not a liar i know uh his word never returns void i know he always keeps his promises he's always faithful to do what he said that he's going to do so in that um i, I know that he's re the responsibility isn't on me anymore the responsibility goes over to god And I want to bring a, a key point here I wrote down is that, again, looking at Luke 4, 1 through 13, if you read that whole thing, the point is this. It never said the spirit left. We assume the silence of God is the absence of God. Now, we look in that whole thing. If you read that whole scripture, all you see is dialogue between Jesus and the devil, right? So we assume, all right, wow, the spirit let him out there. And then the spirit left him, right? It left him out there to kind of die. It left him out there to be on its own. It never said the spirit left. Just because we didn't see the spirit talking doesn't mean the spirit wasn't present. 
Mm, and that, that's a word for somebody because you've been in a season of isolation and maybe this is for, I know this is definitely for me. You've been in a season of isolation. You've been in moments of isolation and you haven't heard God tell you anything right now. You haven't heard God, any, God tell you uh, necessarily what you wanted to hear. One, again, that's a bigger conversation because maybe you're looking for, for God to move in a way that he's not move, moving. Or maybe he's moving in a different way that you're not expecting him to. That's number one. But two, maybe God has just been not silent, but he's just been standing there holding you or holding your hand or trying to get you to see something. And you're taking that silence and you're internalizing it. And you're saying, man, God isn't with me. Or the spirit, God, I feel like you've, you've called me out of that relationship. You isolated me out of that relationship. Uh, it could be uh, romantically, it could be friendship-wise, it could be family. Or, God, you, isol you isolated me out of that job. You isolated me from uh, the habit of, of watching, I don't know, those, those TV shows. I, I don't know. There's, again, isolation isn't just physical. It can be. But, God, you led me out here in a moment of isolation or a season of isolation. And I, I haven't heard you speak in the way that I thought you would speak. Or I still feel like I'm in that season, uh, almost like a desert season, really. Uh, I, isolation can feel like a desert. But, again, that's maybe bigger than I want to go tonight. But um, you feel like you've been left out there all alone. Again, we assume the silence of God is the absence of God, which isn't the case at all. When you feel like God is even silent, um, know that he's still with you. Know that he's still there. Again, we only see dialogue between Satan and Jesus. That doesn't mean the spirit wasn't present. The spirit, and again, I'm going to touch upon this. I, I want to expand more, but I don't want to bleed into some of my other points that I want to draw, draw out. Um, so I'm just going to leave it there. But the next point that I want to talk about and emphasize is this, is that isolation helps solidify your purpose and identity again we're talking about jesus here jesus uh oh i skipped over a point let me back up after affirmation often often after affirmation comes confirmation that is a tongue twister and i will say that one more time so that way everybody kind of follow along on the same page but after affirmation comes confirmation again we're talking about jesus jesus was already affirmed from the jump before he goes out into the wilderness he's baptized jesus um again is baptized by his cousin john the baptist and then right immediately after that the spirit leads him into the wilderness right god the holy spirit had already ascended on him and god had already opened up the heavens and said this is my son in whom i'm well pleased so he had already uh been affirmed during that moment he had already been uh god had already told him who he was right so right after that he's led out into the wilderness um uh, so before anything jesus was already affirmed but the isolation and the temptation that he went through tested who god already said he was and i'm saying that because again i feel like maybe this is a word for somebody specifically who's going to hear this maybe later on, um, not only just for me, because when I do these, these, these podcasts, when I do these episodes, it isn't just, um, 
it's something really I, I believe outwardly or inwardly God is doing in me, but also outwardly somebody needs as well. And I never want to lose sight of that. So I don't know who this is for, but again, I'm going to read that is that Jesus was already affirmed before anything. And that's, which is the same thing he does for us before we, we ever even took a breath before we, um, our, our, our identity are, is an action based. And it was so important for Jesus to be affirmed before he did anything because it reminded him or told him that before I even do miracles, before um, I go out here and, 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 and lay my life down, I'm already chosen. I'm already God's I'm before anything else. Um, so it was so it was already so important that he was already affirmed before he did anything else. But again, the isolation and the temptation that he went through tested who God already said he was. The point is this. Will you believe who God says you are even in the midst of isolation? Isolation is an opportunity for you to grow, is an opportunity to solidify your purpose. When, when Jesus was tempted uh, in the desert, when he was led out to the wilderness and um, he was tempted by the devil, again, it was, he was tested. Uh, he had already been told, okay, you're my son, uh, you're already chosen. Um, I believe in you, all these different things he had already been affirmed in, right? And then here comes the enemy. Again, I don't want to, I don't have time to go through all the scripture, but the enemy is basically like, well, if you're really the son of God, this would happen. Or if you're really a son of God, this would happen. If you're really the son of God, this would happen. Or you would do this or this and that and that. And a lot of times the enemy ooh, in our seasons of isolation, he's saying the same thing to us. Well, if God really loved you, you know, you wouldn't be here. Or if God really cared about you, he wouldn't have called you out of that relationship to isolate you from that. Or if you're really a son of God, how about you try to do this and try to do that? Or if you're really a, a daughter of God, how about you try to put yourself in this situation? Or how about you try to make it happen here? How about you apply for that job? How about you? And God is like, and God has already isolated you in a sense from, again, if he's called you out of, working if he or if he's isolated you um and told you all right you're in a season of i just want you to kind of work from home or i just want you to stay home or do this and that then we can say well if you really was a daughter of god you wouldn't you know be lazy because the bible says don't be late to not be lazy right the enemy can try to sliver in things and you're like whoa 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 so it was a moment again tying back to who jesus was it was a moment for him as well he was like oh if you're telling me if i'm the son of god I would turn these turn these stones into bread and eat them. He said, first off, hold on, I'm gonna tell you. The 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 man the, or the son of God shall not live by bread alone, right? He ended up flipping the word, which is important in itself of why we should know the word, uh, and who our identity is in and who God says we are right off the bat. But uh this wilderness moment, this this uh testing period was really just an opportunity for um, for growth. It was really just for Jesus to solidify his purpose again. God had already told him who he was. God had already told him, uh, this is who I see you as. You're already mine. You're already my son. I'm already well pleased before you do anything. And then he goes right onto the wilderness. So it's a moment of testing and solidifying his purpose or his identity as well. I could stay on that point forever, um, but I'm gonna just keep moving. Uh, isolation is sometimes intentional on our part, uh, slash, and I, 
this is kind of like two points together in one, is that isolation isn't something that is one and done. Uh, isolation clears away the noise and the distractions. Stop asking God to speak louder instead of changing the room. Um, we need to get away. And when I was thinking about this point earlier, when I was drawing um, up my notes, getting ready to speak on this on this on this episode tonight, talking about isolation. Um, when it talked about that point of stop asking God to speak louder and instead change the room, um, isolation is intentional. And I, I, again, I see things in, in my in my brain sometimes of of like imagery. So can you imagine that you're at a party? Um, you're trying to talk to your best friend across the room, right? Uh, you're you're at this party. Um, again, I say that loosely because it don't got to be a party where there's drugs and alcohol, all that type of stuff. But just you're you're at a you're at a gathering. Maybe that's a better word. You're at a gathering, family gathering, friend gathering, church gathering, whatever gathering you want to put it as. There's music pl playing. There's people all around, um, and you're trying to talk to your best friend um, across the room. You're trying trying to get the attention of somebody, and you're like, yo, yo, and the person's like, yo, man, I. I I can't hear you and and or vice versa switch roles they're they're trying to talk to you and you're like i can't hear you bro like what are you what are you what are you trying to say and you're like i really want you to you know do this and, and you're really struggling to try to it would be foolish of us right it would be foolish of us to continue to try to figure out what the other person is saying the smart thing would be uh, hey Dana, I see Dana is in here. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in, sis. I I appreciate it so much. At least, you know, even if you got to hop off of here, I definitely appreciate you um, hopping in here. Again, for those who are on listening uh, to this audio, Spotify, I'm live on Instagram. So sometimes I will interrupt uh, myself and just say what's up to the to the folks on Instagram. Um, my sister Dana is in here, um, uh, just checking out the live for a little bit. Uh, but yeah. So it would be foolish, it would be foolish of me to just try to still figure out what this person is saying in the midst of all the crowd noise, in the midst of the music blasting, in the midst of all the dogs barking. It's, it's all this noise and distraction going around, right? In the same manner, why do we ask God to repeat what he says um, when we're trying to hear from God, why do we ask God to speak louder instead of getting away? That's the point of isolation, right? Going back to what the definition is, it's the state of being in a place or a situation that is separate from others. So when I'm talking, when we're talking about isolation is intentional, um, sometimes we have to be intentional. Sometimes we have to get away. Sometimes we have to break away from the noise and clear the distractions. Again, it'd be silly of me if I was in a crowded room, noise blasting, everything else, and I'm trying to get... I'm trying to get what somebody else is saying to just keep repeating right what they're saying instead of just breaking away from the noise, getting into a separate room, getting into a separate space where I can hear them loud and clearly. So again, maybe it's something, um, and I'll and I'll say this again. Sometimes isolation is 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 intentional, but if you feel like okay, you maybe you're saying okay, I don't feel like. My season of isolation is me being intentional. I feel like God's drawing me out. Well, maybe there's something God really wants you to say. God wants <laughs> God wants you to say. God, there's really something God wants to say to you. There's really something that God wants you to uh, to concentrate on. To uh, again, something that He really wants to speak into your life. And there's so much noise. There's so much 
um, uh, whether it may be from the crowd in your life, just peers, people in your life. It could be from the music. Again, using using that metaphorically, but there could be things, um, so many distractions in your life that he can't get your attention. He needs to get you and draw you away into a separate room um, and speak to you. So maybe that's the reason why you're going through isolation. And when you feel like you're um, also, what I mean by um, isolation being intentional is that when you feel like the crowd noise is just too much and you really can't hear what God is saying, that's when isolation is intentional. That's when you have to isolate yourself. That's when you have to break away uh, from the crowd. Okay. Got that point. I feel like I hammered that into the ground. Hopefully that made sense to some people. Let me see. Uh, definitely not. Dana says definitely nothing wrong with that season of isolation. Absolutely. Um, the, sec the, the, point, the point I have below that, again, the, the, the big point is isolation is sometimes intentional on our part. And it isn't, isn't just one and done. And meaning that also talking about Jesus. Most of my key points, as you can figure out about by, by now, is about Jesus. But throughout Mark, um, and again, I don't have time tonight to kind of go through all the scriptures. But again, um, Jesus continually withdrew from people, events, and etc. It wasn't just a one and done thing. And a lot of times, we may find uh, ourselves in a season of isolation. Again, whether it's intentional or whether it's not intentional on our part multiple times and we assume i think sometimes we assume that um seasons of isolation or something that we go through sometimes are only just supposed to be this one and done thing and it wasn't for jesus jesus models that for us again the person we're we're, we're supposed to be modeling our lives after the, the person we're supposed to be building our lives upon right we see that even he uh again throughout mark I can I just highlighted Mark one one thirty five, but it's all throughout Mark, uh, to where um, he withdrew from here. He he went away and he did this, or he broke away from from even his own disciples, the people that he was supposed to um, the twelve, the main twelve, twelve is his best friends that were with him. He broke away from them. So when we're in seasons of isolation, whether it's intentional on our part or where God has kind of placed us in seasons of isolation. Expect to be in isolation again. Simple as that. Don't go into a season of isolation um, or don't be in a season of isolation and expect this is the only season of isolation that you'll go through. Most likely, more often than not, it's not going to be your only season of isolation. Um, seasons of isolation look different depending on where you are, depending on what God is doing in your life. But again, they can be yearly, I don't know, seasonally. They can look different in different seasons. That's 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 a that's a main point as well. But don't don't just expect to be um, in a season of isolation just one time. It'll happen um, again and again. Whether um, again it's intentional on our part or whether it's something that God um, kind of clears the way uh, Himself. I have a couple more points here, and then I'm gonna wrap up. But another point is this: is that often revelation is revealed in isolation. Again, talking about Abraham, uh, going back to the uh, beginning of the podcast when I talked about um, Jamel Mayo when he brought up Abraham and God had to take him away. That's that's a point. God took away Abraham to tell him the promise of his descendants. Again, don't have time to go through uh, really all the scriptures. So I'll just give you the Genesis 12, 1 through 3. That's really where God breaks Abraham away and he puts him in, again, 
either a season of isolation, moments of isolation, sometimes lifestyles of isolation could be that also. Oh, I'm, when I'm talking about more lifestyles of isolation, more so I'm talking about Paul. Paul kind of lived this isolated life in a sense. He was more often than not by himself a lot of the times. But again, just for the purpose of the podcast, I highlighted three main uh, guys more so three main people that I'm thinking about, Jesus, Abraham, and, and David, kind of, that jump off the page to me when I talk about isolation. Again, it's all throughout scripture. You can kind of, um, you can, you, you can look at a book of the Bible and kind of point out somebody who went through a moment or a season of isolation here. But again, talking about Abraham and the, and the initial promise that he was given, uh, God initially took him away, uh, by himself and was talking about, you know, look at the stars. That's what I'm going to number your descendants. He wasn't around other people. He he wasn't even around his wife at the time. Um, God secluded him. God drew him away from everybody else and was there uh, to reveal that to him. So again, often revelation is in is is revealed or revelation is in isolation. Rather, again, tongue tied tonight. Forgive me. Uh, crazy day. But again, we see. Uh, later on in Genesis, I think it's Genesis 17, Genesis 17 or 18. Um, this is right after Abraham and Sarah had kind of took matters into their own hands. And um, Abraham has a child with Hagar, which is the servant of Sarah or Sarai at the time, um, which creates a whole mess and a havoc. And yeah, the story is messy. Uh, most of you are probably familiar with the story. If not... Um, but if so, but if you're, uh, if you're not familiar with the story, you can go and look at Genesis, uh, 12, but again, um, so we're talking about Genesis 17 or 18, I believe it's 17, um, in there, God, right after this, God draws away Abraham again, and he tells him of the promise of the son, and Abraham's like, all right, bro, like, that's, cool and all but i mean i already have like a son ishmael like what do you mean he's like no 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 i'm not talking about ishmael bro like i'm talking about i'm gonna give you and sarah a son and he's like well you know sarah's in her old age like what do you mean like um yeah later on throughout the story keep reading he ends up having a son um through through sarah or sarai at the time again her name is changed to sarah um in scripture but looking at these several moments where God had to draw away or took away Abraham to be by himself uh, to talk about the promises or the revelations or the things that he really wants to do in his life. So when you're in moments of isolation, when you're in seasons of isolation, look for revelations. Again, look for what God wants to do. Look for what God is speaking. Look for what God is saying. Um, because there's revelations often hidden. There's revelations often in isolation if we just do the digging um that's where <laughs> a lot of times we stop uh we just want god to god god places us in a moment of isolation or, or a season of isolation and we're like all right god i'm here we got our arms folded up uh all right uh what do you want to reveal to me and he's like are you going to talk to me are you going to seek it out are you going to no, God, I think I'd just rather you, uh, you rather just tell me why you have me here in a season of isolation. Uh, 
you know, whether you isolated me from my friends, whether you isolated me from family, again, it's not physical, just physical. Going back to that main point, isolation isn't just physical. But basically, I think sometimes we come to God with our hands folded and ask or, or expecting God to do all the work for us. Um, and Revelation, there's there, there's a scripture in Proverbs where basically it's like it's the it's the glory of God to 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 hide things. And it's the 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 pleasure of kings to to seek out those things, to, to, to seek out what God is doing. Right. And the same way for us, it's God is hidden revelations, uh, for us, to us, all these different things, but it's up to us to seek these things out. Give me one second. I'm going to read. I've learned that there are things, Dana says, I've learned that there are things that God wants us to learn. And sometimes he has put us in that season of being alone in order for us to learn those things he has for us to learn. True. Nothing more needs to be said on that. I'm gonna just let I'm gonna just let Dana's comment speak for her, speak for itself. That's it. So if you need revelation, uh, intentionally draw away or seek revelations in seasons that God is behind your isolation. Well, another point: isolation is often preparation for future battles to come. I feel like I'm rhyming a lot tonight isolation preparation revelation isolation i really didn't intend it like that but as i'm writing it out i'm like it's also cool that these are also rhyming together and making sense it's cool but anyway uh again i'm read that point that isolation is often preparation for future future battles to come instantly my mind thinks of david in this situation uh first samuel 17 is where uh the battle of David and Goliath take takes place. Uh, and he's talking to his brothers. He's talking to, you know, uh, Saul uh, of why he wants to uh, go out and fight Goliath. There's, there's many reasons behind that. And again, uh, the story is all throughout there. But basically, he's like, listen, I was in a season of isolation. I was out in the hills, out in you know, the mainlands, the grass out here by myself, watching and tending over the sheep. I've been by myself and I've had to fight. I've had to fight off lions. I've had to fight off bears to protect my sheep. I've had to fight off all these, all these other different things. I'm battle tested, basically, is what he was saying. So David was isolated in that moment where he was taking care of the sheep. And in his seasons of isolation or his season of isolation, in his moments of isolation, um, he was fighting battles. He didn't know. He didn't know, you know, there wasn't a big revelation to where God was like, all right, and now 10 years from now, you're going to fight Goliath. Or, you know, be prepared. This is going to lead to something bigger and better. But when it came to that moment, when the opportunity arose, David didn't flinch. Why? Because he had already been battle tested. He had already been through seasons of isolation uh, to where he had fought different battles that had led up to this moment so he wasn't afraid he wasn't uh scared of the moment he was more so bring it on so when we're in moments or seasons of isolation they build confidence uh they build preparation for the future battles to come point is this a couple of the points and i'm gonna close up for tonight but don't miss what god wants to do oftentimes uh what he wants to do is more in us than what's for us the temptation in seasons of isolation is to run or to reject ourselves early out of the season because they're uncomfortable. 
but blessings lie in the uncomfortability of isolation. Man, isolation is looked at, again, going back to this main thing, isolation is looked at as this terrible thing. And I'm not saying it it isn't sometimes. Um, In the very natural, real sense, sometimes isolation, there is loneliness. There is uh, anger. There is frustration. I'm not trying to ignore all those feelings, all those things that are very real. And especially on a natural sense, when when God calls you to isolate from the people. Community is so much important. So I don't think God wants you to board up your house and isolate yourself and never talk to people ever again but it's more so a sense of again moments or seasons um because jesus again as much as he was surrounded by the 12 he had moments to where he went away by himself and he took moments to just be alone with god um trying to remember the point that i was really trying to make here by the end of this but I guess I'll read this last final point one more time. Maybe it'll come back to me before I close up shop. But temptation in seasons of isolation is to run or to eject early out of them because they're uncomfortable. But blessings lie in the uncomfortability of isolation. That's what I wanted to say. Now now that I remember of where I was going. But again, isolation sometimes has this huge negative concept. And what I wanted to do tonight was kind of paint it in a different light. Uh, is that there are blessings, there are things hidden in moments or seasons of isolation that we don't often think about. Uh, So I hope uh, this podcast episode certainly has blessed me. I hope something has blessed you. you. Again, if you have hopped on here late um, and you're not sure of what exactly I'm talking about... um, the video will be up right after I hop off of this live. Uh, you can go back through and watch the whole um, thing I'm talking about isolation. Maybe a few pauses in there because I know the video interrupted. Uh, for those who are listening on Spotify or listening to this on any major platform audio-wise, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening on that Um on that front as well, I definitely appreciate all the support. I appreciate everyone who has tuned in. Again, this is episode 13 of uh, Tuesday Table Talk, The Blessing of, of, of Isolation. Um, I'll be live again in two weeks. Um, go live every other Tuesday. If there's any other topics, um, and I'll say this again for those who are listening uh, audio-wise. Uh, I do have, again, I go live. My, my personal page is... Um, for the for the for the podcast is Tuesday Table Talk. If there's any topics um, that you guys would like me to speak on or um, anything that you're passionate about, one I would love for you be to, for for you to be a guest on my podcast. It's open to everybody. I don't have any um, things where you know I, I, they just got to be my friends or I just got to know them personally. I would love to connect with anybody and just talk about whatever is whatever you're passionate about whatever god kind of puts in your heart as well uh this isn't just something for me this is something um kind of like kind of like god's love letter to me but also yeah to me to you back to me back to god it's it's kind of this weird thing but anyway um it isn't just mine it's never just mine i want something to be um, ours, um, and I say that uh, passionately, I say that um, sincerely, so those who are listening, uh, feel free to shoot me a DM on uh, 
Tuesday Table Talk, those who are listening on there as well. Um, I always, I never know how long these podcast episodes are going to be. I'm looking at the timer here. It's about 50 minutes. I don't even think this that episode, this episode tonight is going to be really that long. Again, I'm really going to close up shop and hop off of here, but just want to say again, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Tuesday Table Talk. I'll be alive again in two weeks. Um, until then, if you have any comments, concerns, prayers, all that different stuff, uh, feel free to shoot me a DM on my personal uh, podcast page at Tuesday Table Talk, and I will see you guys again in two weeks. Peace out.